You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm. Fem. Hey, Fem fam. Welcome to episode two. Um, We have an awesome guest today, and we, I think this is a really inspiring episode, and I think it's a very, um, it shows, like, how important it is to be a go-getter and to just do it, you know, like just do the work. Just do it. Just do it. Just jump just in. And you know, that's how you meet people. And that's how you build your community and build yourself up as a filmmaker, as an actor, as whatever it is you're doing in this <laughs> crazy business. <laughs> and our guest today is Brittany Bertier. She uh, began as an actor. That's still her first love, but she's also a filmmaker now as well. And a one of the founding members of Black Magic Collective, which is a filmmaker collective that like, I'm not going to go into detail because we do in the episode, but guys, the things that they provide, the resources, the community, and it's all free. That is so hard to find. My mind is blown, like seriously. Yes. So as always, we're so passionate about providing you fam resources that can help better your career, connection, community. That's what we're about. Fem fam, we are here. We are so excited that Brittany is just a lovely human, um, can all resonate with our own personal stories and is bringing a free community service, Black Magic Collective that provides that for free. And they, like Tessa said, we're going to go into details, but just to have it at the top of the episode, go to Mm blackmagiccollective.com and subscribe to their monthly newsletter for free events. And you'll see all the other stuff that they're providing, but it's, it's wild. And yeah, we hope you guys as always stay inspired and take away something special from this episode. And with that, enjoy. All right. Welcome back them fam. Um, you guys have heard our first episode with just Carolina and I talking about our film, but we are so excited to bring you our first guest of this season. And we have a great lineup of guests all season. Really excited to share with you guys. So Brittany, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. This is a joy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shout out first guesty. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't know that. I'm honored. <laughs> well, um, welcome. Um, welcome. We just, listeners, before we started recording, learned that Brittany was based in LA for almost 10 years and now lives in New York. And we were chatting a little bit about, you know, the differences between LA and New York. Because I'm always curious, filmmakers, actors, anybody in the business, you know, that has lived in one and moved to the other what do you miss about one what do you love about one what do you hate about the other you know so give us the tea on that I I was saying before um that I lived in New York first when I was just out of college and then I moved to LA and I don't know what it was like for you guys I know you're both based in LA right Mm -hmm. yes I did not like it at first because I was so like New York minded and just comparing it I grew up on the east coast But after a couple of years, I really fell in love with it. And I love the opportunity to create, I mean, what you guys are doing. I I feel like that's at the heart of LA, Um, just the entrepreneurial filmmaking spirit. I love that. And you just are always running into creatives and coffee shops. And, and I mean, Tessa and I met catering. I feel like I met so many people in the business um, and made friends doing that. It just feels like 
it almost feels like this, like a huge summer camp where everyone's there <laughs> to try to do the same thing yeah, and you yes. meet people easily. And I don't know, I love that vibe about it. And then in New York, it's totally different because there are different, um, lots of different industries here. Mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. say acting is much more heavily theater focused. So that's like a different type of actor and you're not meeting as many behind the scenes people. I would, I would say personally, mm-hmm. but it's rich with, um, writers. There's so many writers mm-hmm. to me. And that's cool. That's cool. And yeah. Yeah. I feel more inspired to read here for some reason. So <laughs> or stuff like that. I don't know. Yes, girl. Yeah. Well, Brittany, would you consider, because as an indie filmmaker, you have a lot of hats, you're doing a lot of things. Would you consider acting your first love, what you are most passionate about? Tell us a little bit of all the hats you like to wear and where, where your focus is. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say that you said it exactly right. That's definitely my focus. And um, my my first love is acting. I went to school for music theater. And oh, so you did too. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew I liked you. Where did you go? I went to AMDA, the American oh, Musical Dramatic yes. Arts Academy. Yes. I auditioned Yes. It's <laughs> funny story. I auditioned there and my dad and I were at the audition. And afterwards they were saying like, God, I was like the laziest teenager and they were like, <laughs> you're going to live like a few blocks away or whatever. And you're going to walk here in the winter. And like, yeah. I, I like leaned back and my dad leaned forward and we were like, no, <laughs> we just went and got lunch because <laughs> he was like, I know she's not going to do this Stop. Stop. I wasn't ready for New York. So I oh, <laughs> girl, I was, I was. I was born ready. I like. I see that. I was ready. I had to make the decision whether I wanted to do quick tangent about me, of course. Yeah, no, I wanted to know. (laughs) Whether I wanted to start my semester in the summer. So literally like the week after I graduate, which was Mm -hmm. like, okay. Or go do the fall semester in October and have like four months of summer vacation, which I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with myself? Like there is, I like could not. So I was like, yep, I'm going peace out everyone. Wow. I ran those 10 blocks in my heels. Yep. See, try not to be late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like literally booking it and now I can't wear heels anymore. But at the time it was, it was, (laughs) I was living. I was You're the best time of my year. You're a better woman than me. I, it sounds oh, amazing. I was just like, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I was such a suburban girl and I was not, I was not ready. So I yeah. ended up moving after college. I went to college for four years and then moved Where? to Where? Um, the Hart School at the University of Hartford in Connecticut. I went, I visited there yes. as a potential. It was yes. a potential. Hello. Yes. We were like, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got very lucky getting in there because after I think Amda and Hart were the only auditions I had because I got mono and I missed all my other auditions. Oh no. So thank God I got in somewhere and then uh moved to New York right after. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean and, that just goes to show you too. It's like you can go to school for it, you can start right away, or you can go to school for something else. Take your time to figure out what you want to do and you know, yep. do it after. Like it doesn't matter. You know, whatever it's, your path starts is fine. It's so different for everybody. My director that uh, I did a short film with him that I wrote a year ago, I think that's my most recent thing that I filmed. Um, He was in marketing. He was like a marketing professional Mm -hmm. for like 10 years and then was like, "Mm, I want to be a writer and a director and a filmmaker. And he's taking it so seriously and he's so involved. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Exactly. It's always there. It's always, you can, you can pick it up at any time. 
you know, and everybody learns differently. You can go to school for it. You can learn on the job. You can learn from books and podcasts. Like there's so many ways. And especially with filmmaking too, I feel like no matter how you prepare, you're never going to really know until you're on set doing it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting, because I can have a different I've for filmmaking, I have a different thought about it versus musical theater and acting. Like okay. yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like if you want to do the acting thing, like you, there's some sort of schooling because that's where you get to like really practice the art of it and mm-hmm. get rehearsal. And it's what school was for me was just doing it over and over and over again and learning and like listening and being becoming vulnerable understanding what that even meant as like a young child who hasn't really gone through much life yet you know you're like I feel like I'm being vulnerable what are you talking about it's like yeah deep enough you haven't lived you haven't lived (laughs) I totally understand I mean I always say that I needed school I needed school to be able to work or I I don't think I would have really been able to kick it at all if I hadn't gone to school but there are people who don't it's different mm-hmm. for everybody you know yeah um, you know Megan Fahey from the White Lotus yeah she grew up in a neighboring town to me and she went from high school to Broadway to TV I mean you know and wow. she learned on the go I mean everybody's different but for me I needed the training mm-hmm. yeah and see that's the other side like maybe some people just have it like they can yeah. tap yeah. in and yep. like the audition room is their classroom like yes, that's another thing have like a really strong like area especially for music theater if you have an amazing voice if you have if you're an amazing dancer you get one strong thing and then you learn the other things as you go yeah kind of thing you know it's or you get one lucky break and you learn as you go for right. me I just feel like I needed to I think I had like great instincts but I needed to be polished yeah <laughs> you know no, and the same. other thing that they never really teach you in any sort of schooling is the business side of it. Like, oh, I felt well, that's so what Amda's unprepared. thing was. And I was like, no, oh. bitch. We did, yeah. that was the whole thing. They're like, we teach you the business side of stuff. And I'm but like, did they? but they did not. Oh. <laughs> Heart didn't even pretend. Heart yeah. was like, we think you should have an iPhone. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> and this is the thing, like uh, for musical theater, and this is where my my next question to you, Brittany, goes is like, yeah, musical theater wise, you learn the stuff, you learn how to audition. You do like they did yeah. an amazing job with that. But like yeah. also like life adulting. No, obviously that's whatever. But <laughs> where was the switch for you to go to film? Because, you know, I have my story of like how I like landed being like, no, I'm not a musical theater kid through and through. Like, how did you decide? Are you still doing theater as well, too? Yeah, I do. I it's, you know, I'm in kind of an interesting place because the last year I actually had a baby. So I was pregnant for a long time. Had a baby. Thank you. Pregnant so, for a long time. Let's like it 10 felt- months, y'all. It's not nine. It's like 10 plus because it's so long. It's, it's so long. And your body is just like, you know, anyways. So I feel like I've been out of that sort of game for about a year, but I I have been doing theater all the way up until now. But um, I guess I switched my focus sort of sort of out of necessity. So I got my equity card when I was like 23. And then I didn't really have an agent in New York. And I just like kind of was struggling. Like I couldn't really get any theater work. And um, I started doing student films, stuff like that. And then I just like found my way out to LA. I have family nearby. I ended up being like, oh, I'll go on some auditions. And I got an agent and I got a pilot. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, 
this feels easier than mm-hmm. than like open calls in New York, you know. And I yeah. I really didn't want to leave New York at the time, but but um but filmmaking was so fun. So I started just focusing more on TV and like indie stuff, you know, like what you do in yeah. LA, web series, non-union commercials, startup, you know, advertisements and stuff like that. Yeah. And then over time, I just started um I was like, you know what? I don't want to leave LA until I do my own web series. I just want to know what that would feel like, you know? So I made some friends, we came up with an idea, we did it. And I was like, Whoa, like this is so much more fun than speaking other people's words all the time. And I just love with that feeling. Yes. Yes, Queen. (laughs) That's we'll do it. That will do it. There's no, like, what did, what do they, what do they intend? You're like, you know what it intended because you wrote it, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's the journey for a lot of actors to, to make their own content is kind of, you know, we get sick of waiting around and we want to tell our stories and we want to play these roles that that we want to play, you know, yes. and it's a great way to do it. And in this day and yeah. age, it's, you kind of have to make your own content because, you know, obviously it's, it's tough to, to book a job. Like that's just the reality just of hard. the business, but also it's yeah. like, it shows that you are really serious about it. And it, and it helps to also show that you can do multiple things, wear multiple hats, you know, like yeah. being a multi-hyphenate is huge right now. So it's, yeah you kind of, to get noticed, have to do something your of your stuff. own these days. Yeah. And it's so much more accessible these days mm-hmm. with technology and, yeah. um, you know, stuff like that. Like what I said about LA, always just meeting other creatives. So-and-so's got this camera. So-and-so's got this lens. So-and-so's got this boom. And yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, wake up. yeah. Tessa and I, we were just shooting after we did our first big kind of short proof of concept kind of piece we were just shooting on our iphones and making Mm -hmm. shorts happen and that's awesome it was a huge jump to go from that to what we did for sync obviously yeah and i was like oh shit okay we're just like gonna dive in yeah of course we're gonna dive in (laughs) we're ready it's what we do (laughs) it's what we did me and tessa are just like we're in we're doing it i love that no but i love that that's what that's the attitude that you need yeah, I think so. I really do think like you can prepare, like you should know, you know, kind of what goes into it, but like you do really have to just dive in. Yeah, I mean, I think diving in is like, it's it's a great attitude to have. Like, yes, prepare. Yes, know what you're doing. But like, like I said earlier, you're never going to really know what you're doing until you get on set and do it. So yeah. just diving in with that attitude of like, fuck it, we'll figure it out. I'm prepared as I <laughs> yes. can be. And like, I know my lines. I know you right. know, like, I mean, do yeah, the work. what we want yes, to do, do the yeah. plan, but like dive in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think you're saying, yeah. as women, I don't know about you guys, but I, it's really few and far between that. I get roles that I'm like excited to audition for mm-hmm. a lot of times there it's like the woman next to the man and that yeah. kind of thing. So I feel like we have to write our own stories so that we can grow and yeah. experience different, different characters because they're so few and far between out there sometimes yeah. I mean it's getting better but you yeah. know yeah, yeah absolutely. that's my second life story of like how I went from musical theater to film to then like being a filmmaker and versus yep. an actor who's just auditioning I don't audition yeah I refuse I won't do it good for you <laughs> it is so the worst it's the worst it, is so it just makes you question everything yeah <laughs> absolutely but also as being like half Latina that I would be told that I should just be like super Latina and that wasn't right it's like a whole nother conversation of what is a Latin American woman in America and then also like 
but I would just go for the, I would get sent out for these roles that were just so like, not me though. Mm, And then I'm like, I'm not going to get for the color of my skin or whatever. I'm not going to get chosen, even though like I am technically half Latina (laughs) and like, it just wasn't working. So I was sick of that Mm -hmm, and just being like, and then like just weird, weird, just roles that just didn't feel like me. So I think being able to write and tell your own stories, Mm -hmm. you can really just like, I feel like it's a better way of showing other producers, directors, what you're really made of and what, what really evokes your, yeah, your, your own character, the characters you could play. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to us a little about that. Like what, what, uh, what roles have you really like felt resonated with you that you've written or been able to be a part of because of that? And, and actually like, have you been able, because you produced your web series and stuff felt like you were able to then show other producers, producers and directors, what you were made of. There was a lot of questions. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I'm breaking it down my head. A lot of the stuff that I write with friends or on my own in the past has been comedy. And so comedy is like my favorite thing ever. And so it's sort of, yeah, I think it does showcase me. It's helped, it helped me get my manager, um, who mm-hmm. kind of took, gave me like a sort of like a pity interview because my <laughs> cousin knew her and, and she was like, okay, fine. And, but that I could show her something mm-hmm. instead of like, I mean, obviously we do stuff we can show, but it showed, I think that I was a specific quality and a specific yeah. quality. Mm-hmm. And so that was really helpful. And then, um, uh, most recently, I, I guess actually the last technical thing that I shot hasn't been released yet, but a, a girlfriend of mine and I wrote like a four part series where it's called the truest crime. And it follows like these idiot, like these idiots, um, trying to <laughs> figure out this, this murder mystery Uh and we play two different (laughs) witnesses in each episode and it's like just it's like very snl it's very stupid oh that sounds hilarious i love it i love it yeah but i'm not just now with a new writing partner out here writing like my first serious uh dark like dramatic feature and that's a totally different muscle and so it's really fun but we'll see how that goes um but yeah, I, I, you get to like tap into stuff that you don't get to do otherwise. And yeah, and I really love that. What was the other question? There was another one. Have from being able to, I oh. don't know, you kind of answered it. Yeah, with did. the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, being able to get hired now because of that character and that specific comedy goes, there's also co- different kinds of comedy. So like, yes, you know, it's just, it just, yeah. it's really cool to hear those stories. I think most importantly, because sometimes we know how hard it is as well. It's hard to audition and it's also hard to do the filmmaker thing, writing absolutely, producing and all of that. Like both things are really hard. So it just depends on what is the path you want to take. And I think for me, the most empowering path was becoming a producer, writer, director, Mm -hmm. et cetera, like being able to do all those things and get really nitty gritty with it. I yeah. think the beauty but, too of like having, uh, being surrounded by a filmmaking community and having those contacts in your network and everything is like, if you want to create your own thing, but like maybe writing specifically or directing isn't your strong point, like you have other people that you can collaborate yes. with. So, yes. you know, if you have an idea for a story, but you're not a writer, find mm-hmm. a friend that's a writer and then you can produce and star in it or whatever, you know, like yes. it, right. that collaboration is like, it's magic. <laughs> like, I don't know a ton about lenses. I don't know a yeah. ton about film. I know what I like. I mean, filmmaking, like 
shooting cinematography. Mm -hmm. I know what I like. I've like dabbled in photography. So I, I know like exposures and things, but I brought my friend Jeff on to do the short film cage that I came up with. And, um, I met him through black magic collective, which is a film collective based out of LA that I work for. And so he knows lenses and he knows how to set up shots in a different, you know, and obviously we have a head of cinematographer too, but it was so helpful because he could fill in the areas that I lacked in. Mm -hmm. And then he also like added on like an ending, like an alternate sort of like punch up to the end of my short that he did not want to take credit for, but it totally (laughs) upped the ante. And it's like, when you find those people that add so much, it's the best feeling. You're just like, it makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's what they're there for. They, they should be doing that for you. You know, I think those are the best partnerships. It's like, we're both bringing something to table. It's not just my film. It's our film. It's like us doing, creating and coming up with solutions and just even just punching it up, like you said. So that, that is definitely something I feel like I fell in love just acting. I would not be able to tap into that. And that's, that's really it's just it's just magic yeah um, I almost feel like acting is like a younger person's game and then every <laughs> actor ends up turning into a hyphenate in order to yeah. sort of take control of their life or, or their their art and career yeah in a way everyone everyone yeah. chooses yep. some hyphenate yeah. I totally agree and like Tessa was saying earlier it's just kind of the name of the game these days like you kind of have to do that and I, again, I just think it supplements a different yeah. part of the art uh, that you totally get to be a part of because, yeah. Hey, uh, maybe I can't necessarily direct or act in this thing, but I get a chance to produce and then meet more people on that team that mm-hmm. I can use later on too, because yes. that you're just always building when you get to do yes. other parts of the, the job. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a collaborative effort being an actor, being a filmmaker. And, and I think that the more you're just part of it, it takes the focus off of you as the actor, the actor building their resume, the actor's performance. And it's more about the collaborative effort about making something. And it's, it shifts the perspective to what it should be about. Cause yeah, no one I can act that. really by themselves forever. Nobody can do sound by themselves. It takes other people. And it, yeah, it, that, that's what I missed during the pandemic so much. I missed working with other people and other artists. Yeah. No. Yes. Well said, Brittany. That's Thank like, you. well, well said. I think it, that's why I was able to honestly like do the feature and do all those roles because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was just me in front of a camera the whole time like we're all just here getting like in video village and this and that we're just we're all, it was a beautiful energy and it wasn't just it's like such- hey I have to call this shot and I have to do yeah. like we're all right. here we're all trying to make this vision come to life and it's just the best <laughs> you've got an time. end goal it is it's the yeah. best feeling it's addictive I would say it's like an addictive feeling oh for oh, sure feel like yeah. no yeah. one's ever done this before <laughs> like this is the best <laughs> yeah. like we all but we all feel it it's just like kind of magical I love it absolutely well speaking yeah. of collaboration and magic let's shift gears a little bit to talk about Black Magic Collective yeah. and you know what you guys are about and what you the opportunities that you provide we are a film collective based out of Los Angeles, although there are different chapters in different cities all over the country. Um, and then we're funded by Black Magic Design. And our main oh, focus wow. is creating free resources for filmmakers. It's all, all about indie filmmakers. We do um, in-person meetups. We did mostly in-person before the pandemic. And then now we've switched to a lot of virtual 
opportunities, different mm-hmm. um, classes, different speakers. A lot of it happens on our live YouTube. So people can join and ask questions. Um, we do different initiatives every year. So we have initiatives to help different filmmakers. We've done um, ones for um, up and coming female directors, like waiting for their, their first big job or their first feature. Um, uh, one with Ooh. all, BIPOC, one with all BIPOC writers, nice. um, one for disabled writers. I mean, they've done so many different initiatives and I had the opportunity of taking getting part in one for actors. It was called the emerging actors initiative. And it was so helpful. We had classes every week for like 10 weeks and, um, we just hone skills. I don't know. They're constantly just making opportunity. It's all free and they just make opportunities. And I've met so many amazing filmmakers through them. That's amazing. Okay. Like to have that as a free resource. Because yeah. So few things are free nowadays. I know. Like- I'm always pushing at people. I'm like, it doesn't cost you anything. And they do a film festival and it is the only film festival. My film with, with my director, Jeff Caged got in last year and we made money from it. Like they took the proceeds like that everyone, it was a small amount to um, submit and they gave them back to the filmmakers. I've never experienced that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How have I not heard of this? How have I I not heard of this? (laughs) They just Venmoed me. They were like, hey, congratulations. So it's like, that's amazing. Yeah. They're really wonderful people. How did you first get involved? You know, one of those LA things, um, one of the, the founding members, I had done his web series for free in my twenties, like two or three seasons of it. We became good friends and he works for black magic design and kind of facilitated the make creating of the collective. And I was doing photography at the time. So they hired me to, to shoot some of their events. And then they were like, Hey, do you want it? We need a social media manager. And I was like, sure. So I've been managing their social since 2020. And, um, I just really, I love them. They do really good things for filmmakers. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a really great community. And I mean, there's so many, like, (laughs) quote unquote communities, but it's like it, you know, there's a membership to get involved or whatever. And this is like, it's, it's free. It's, it's open. It provides opportunities. It is a genuine like community of like, I love that it's called a collective and not just like, company or whatever you know because right. it really is like it's it's a non-profit by the filmmakers yeah yep. it's largely female run my boss is a, a woman her assistant is a woman there's me um it's large like a lot of women behind the camera and it's it's really it's I would say it's heart is in the right place like it there's mm-hmm. no ulterior motives anything like that and it's free That's to important. join yeah yeah free to join, free to do everything. I think it's $5 to submit your, your film. If you want to. Yeah. If you're a member, that's it. Fam. Like normally it's like $40 (laughs) at the lowest. lowest, Yeah. At the lowest tier. So that, that is amazing. Um, what can, if someone was to go onto the website, what would they find? Like where, how user-friendly is it? What kind of resources are just as accessible? when you like log on like what are they seeing are they seeing a portal of is there a roster of of creatives that they can tap into is there is there any uh, some way to connect on the website or is it a great calendar you know things like that uh the best way to meet different people through it is um on 
our Instagram and then going to, yep. Going to the events, Mm -hmm. but that's not a bad idea, but there's so many, you know, different people. Um, We like to highlight our initiative members. We just had like a producer's lab where people were able to learn how to pitch their feature film. And then they were at the end of the two weeks, they pitched it to these big producers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Like they, they, it sounds like you actually get, even though it's a free resource, which is crazy that you get actual industry professionals in the room with you, which is often. Often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, you'd be surprised. I, I honestly think that my boss just hits up the different people's PR. We've yeah. had like really prominent, everything from really prominent people to really awesome indie people. Um, oh. they get all sorts of people like to give back. I mean, yeah, you know, people like no. to share their experience and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, I would say we, I, I always try to highlight the new initiative members on the Instagram so you can follow them, you can connect with them if you want. And then going to the in-person networks is a great way too. Um, but yeah, our website is mostly events, the initiatives, um, past events, our film festival, stuff like that. Yeah. I was exploring the website, um, right before this interview a little bit, like to remind myself of everything that was involved (laughs) and like, yeah, there's a lot on there. Like listeners, please explore it. Like whether you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to submit to the festival. I don't like need to be a part of the whole thing, or you're really interested in getting involved. Like listeners, there's a lot on there. So please visit and explore. (laughs) Yeah. And like what they're doing right now, like just to give an example, you probably saw it is there's this, there's this new series where every month, you can ask an entertainment lawyer questions. So if you don't know, like something that's in a contract Mm -hmm. of yours, or you're writing up a contract and all of us creatives, like that tends to not be the strong suit. You have free access to an entertainment lawyer to literally ask your exact questions. That is so valuable. I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like listeners, if you haven't ever gotten to that point where you've needed an entertainment lawyer, like Carolina and I had questions that we were like, we didn't need to hire a lawyer, but we just had questions for them. And even that session cost us, what was it like $200 or something to talk to Mm -hmm. her? Like, you know, it's, it's very expensive. It adds up very quickly. So that is such a valuable resource. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so amazing. I know. It's one of those things that it's like, it's free. I wish more people knew about it. It's hard to get the word out there. We're definitely here, um, to help promote that give us any um what's it called any like promo materials like after the show like send it our way we'll include it in this month's newsletter to the fam we have a monthly newsletter that we love to shout out especially free resources because as tessa mentioned everything oh this is coming out of price (laughs) yes absolutely know how important it is like there are definitely things you want to invest in but this is a, a game changer. It sounds like you can really get so much um, out of it. And I don't think a lot of people know about it. So no, I, I want to spread don't. it to our LA fam, especially because you said that, are yeah, are these meetups uh, specific to the LA community or there's other like branches just? There are other branches. So it okay. used to be very specific to LA, but ever since the pandemic, we still do in-person meetups, which are value so valuable. Oh my God. Yeah. But the, I would say the majority are virtual. So like mm-hmm. anybody in the country can tune in. And yeah. then there are different chapters in Atlanta, um, New York, you know, I think there's where were the other ones? Austin. But uh-huh. um LA's like the main one. And then it, I feel like there are more 
everyone else just kind of like tunes in mostly virtually. And then there'll, there'll be like one networking event a year or something like that. Yeah. And I want to mention for anyone that's listening that isn't like in LA or a big hub, but you're thinking of moving, like that's such a great way to get your foot in the door, you know, like start mm-hmm. tuning into these virtual resources, start, it's still networking, you know, you're yes. still connecting with people. And then if you do move to LA or another big hub, you've already got that, you've built that foundation, you know? That's yeah. a really great point, Tessa, because I think a lot of people are like, how do I network with those filmmakers in LA? I want to get a job there and I, yeah. I want to do it. Well, find them, find them mm-hmm. and start building those relationships. And it sounds like this collective is a wonderful way to start planting those seeds and finding the pe- finding your people, finding, yeah, your, finding your people. Yeah. Yes. And one of the good things that's come out of everything sort of going virtual is that all of the sessions, all of the events are saved on our YouTube. So you can actually go back if, if you missed wow. an event. Yeah. And you can kind of tune in and, and you can fast forward if it's going off on a tangent, whatever, you know, it's all there and it's free. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, I'm just, I'm literally blown away by like how much you guys offer for free, you know, because my, 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 um, boss, Jen page is amazing. She's an independent filmmaker and I don't even know how she has the time to come up with all of the different events and figuring it all out, but she Mm -hmm. does. She's incredible. A lot of these are her like ideas are her babies and she just, it's all her like making it happen. And I want to shout out Jen Page. Shout out Jen Page. (laughs) I'll have her on the show next. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to even, I want to highlight what you had said before about like how you get these um, industry professionals involved and everything. And it's like, sometimes you just need to reach out and ask. That's like for our show, we've had great guests that we were like, we don't know if they'll actually be interested on coming on our little show or whatever. You know, it can't ever hurt to ask. The worst someone is going to say is no. And that's fine. You know, we do a job one year where for one of the initiatives was all, all women, I believe all directors. And they were like, Brittany, we just want to pay you a little extra this month to sit down and call all these big wigs and just see if you can get them any meetings. And I got people meetings mm-hmm. just like me, like cold calling all these huge Isn't agents. That awesome? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that awesome? Does that, that tells you, like, I think a lot of people are like, wow, how do these like big I companies know. do that? It's And it's just someone calling (laughs) calling and doing it so you could literally do this for your your own like your own stuff I know it's crazy I think that we all think oh no 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 there's like some other way to get in here like I can't do that Mm -hmm. but there aren't really any rules and sometimes you just have to go for it yeah exactly and chances are like no one's calling them because they're all thinking that (laughs) exactly and then like you were saying people want to give back that's that's our thing Mm -hmm. we we want to give back we want to be transparent and share anything that we've learned along the way yeah so that's most of us all started in the same kind of place you know a lot of us were working restaurant jobs catering that sort of thing and like we went through the struggle we all know and so you know no matter what level you eventually get to like most people remember where they started and they want to help people and they want to give back yeah. I, I like miss the catering days sometimes because I remember like different actors would tell me what books they were reading, what class they were in. I feel like I, t- I tapped into so many resources, even just, you know, mm-hmm. at the banquet station. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I'll be at work and, you know, I'll meet someone that's new to LA or new to acting or new to filmmaking, whatever. And they'll hear that I have this podcast and stuff and they're asking me advice. And I'm like, yes. you know, you get that imposter syndrome. Like, well, I don't, like you know, me. I'm not as successful, whatever, but yeah, like you, you have, have a lot this. to share. Absolutely. Yes, you are, bitch. Seasons. Yes, you are, bitch. Everyone's successful. Thank you so much. I just seasons. had to interject. 
totally. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're starting out, like you're gonna, you're gonna need a, a um, survival job, you know, you're gonna oh, yeah. support yourself. Right. So why not oh, yeah. do something that you can meet also other creatives if you're in a city that is full of creatives. That's the other great thing about LA. Cause when I was a restaurant yeah. worker in New York, I mean, there were a couple actors and then everyone, everyone else did different things. But in LA, it was like, we were like 90% actors. Yeah. So I feel like you know, I don't know. We learned so much from each other and I got like my core group of girlfriends and I don't know. There's just something special about that. I think Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a cool energy. Absolutely. And I tell people too, that are starting out, like do some background work. Like yeah. you might hate it. I was not a big fan, but Me like, either. it's a great way to, to, to learn how it works, to see yes. what it's like on set, to meet people. Like it is a great way to start. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, I agree. And if you're not doing background PA, same thing. Yes, PA, you actually make great relationships doing PA work. It's almost better. I think it is better. (laughs) It is better. You can. I was just being nice, but like (laughs) it's better. Do that. I only did one background job with like all of my girlfriends from college in New York. Like we like, I think they shipped us out to Connecticut for like the One Life to Live remake of the pilot. I don't know. We danced for like 19 hours in the background. By the end, we were just like drunk with fatigue. Yeah. Like I had injured my foot. My best friend, who's like a people pleaser, like a really nice woman, stepped on the director's foot and like didn't even care. She was like, <laughs> like, and we sometimes we like still watch it and like take we had this game where we would take a shot every time we saw ourselves dancing in the background and we're so tired by the end. We're like, Yeah. <laughs> it's or, brutal. It's brutal. brutal. People so don't brutal. know. People, People don't know. know. It's yeah. like, yeah. But that's why the show we have some film enthusiasts and that's yeah. what they learn. It's a yeah. it's it's a hard, brutal job, long days. <laughs> but it's Love worth it. going through it, whether you are on the PA side, whether you're on the background yeah. side, like whatever path you choose. Cause like I was background on an indie film, like maybe the first or second year I moved out here. And like, so it's indie, so it's I'm not getting paid. Like it's not it's non-union. But because they were very like, they wanted this to be our movie, like even the background actors, you know, I ended up getting tapped Hartley for it. They were like, hey, that's can you awesome. bring some more background on and we'll call you a Wrangler? Like they got, you know, that's how I got to be SAG eligible. So that's amazing. Yeah, and also that's amazing. If, if you're new to the game and you just want to see what it's about. I mean, oh, you yeah, go have lunch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This is get some, some free chicken, you know, at some point, (laughs) we all want that free, free chicken at some point when we're broke and, you know, just making it by day by day. Yeah. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for chatting with us gals, kicking Mm -hmm. up the season. I think this was a really fun episode, Um, you know, to get also back in the groove of things, just like hearing this, the, everyone's journey. And we have such a similar one. So yes. that's really fun to kind of just share and highlight. And then this freaking collective, can you give a, a shout out to the IG for us? We're going to pimp it out yeah. on our website and everywhere, yes. but just uh, for you to highlight the website and the IG and, and all of that. The website is www.blackmagiccollective.com. Um, email, you can always email us. It's info at blackmagiccollective.com. And our Instagram is just blackmagiccollective. We're the only one. Um, if you just even search like blackmagic design, we're, uh-huh. we're the second one that comes up. Amazing. So, yeah. And so. just just because you said this before and I want to hear it again, like black the black magic is yes. design is yeah. like, wow. And they- 
also have a big collaboration with Sigma lenses. So filmmakers oh. can have, get like a discount and or free rentals on lenses. It's Lovely. insane. Yeah. I just need shut all up. of LA. Just shut and- up. Don't, don't shut up. Don't <laughs> shut up. No one shut it up. All of LA to get in on this. Like, yeah. I'll be your girl. We'll be yes. the girl. Help. We got you. We got yes. you. And I saw oh you guys are affiliated with Rain Dance too, right? I think I saw yes. that on your list. Yeah. We're yes, fans of um, them. We've we've worked with them. They've been on the show. Love oh, that's them. great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Out here in New York is where we're like most um connected with them. Mm-hmm. So we actually have like a like a discount to for filmmakers to submit to them that I'm posting for us this week. And yeah, we're just we're always trying to like help promote other people and like we would love to promote you guys I would love to talk to you but guys about that we love yeah. female forward filmmakers all of that so yeah amazing well, also before we end if you want to share your own um social media like ways people can connect with you outside of black magic as well Sure. Yeah. My Instagram is Brittany Bertier and it's pretty much that for TikTok. You can email me. It's Brittany Bertier at gmail.com. I do lots of dumb, weird character work on my <laughs> social. <laughs> love so, it. Love it. See what I'm about on there quite easily. <laughs> yes. It's very fun guys. I recommend checking out her Instagram. <laughs> Embarrassing, but if it makes you laugh, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you girls so much for having me this was honestly very fun thank you I feel like it was a very inspirational and like you know like we're all just go-getters like all three of us that's how we work that's who we are so I think that's a great energy to have and to bring to the table and to encourage our listeners to have I can't wait to see your feature film and keep more like up to date with your podcast and just see more about what you guys are about I think what you're doing is great and and keep it up thank Thank you. you Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the FemFam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at FemRegard.com.